Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for those Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks. And I'm continuing on with the resort series today. Uh, honestly, my current favorite, I know you're not supposed to have favorites um, when it comes to children, but when it comes to Disney resorts, it's my current fave. We are talking Coronado Springs. So this is episode 156 of the resort series, Coronado Springs Resort. <laughs> Happy Friday to you. I hope you have had a great week. And we are finishing off this week with, as I said, my fave. This resort stole my heart the first time I stayed at it, which was last March. So it's almost been a year. And y'all, I was not even there very long. This was like a little bonus add-on for like 24 hours to stay. Um, It's a little bonus day to our week-long trip. But I went back one night for dinner with my husband That was actually my first and only Disney date night experience. (laughs) Maybe I'll talk about that sometime. Just we always go with kids. It doesn't tend to happen. But this resort, like I said, it stole my heart. I love being at Walt Disney World. I love being in the Disney bubble. But that resort by itself, like it just feels so great. You could go to it and just hang out there and be entertained for days and days and truly feel like you're getting a luxury experience. But this resort is still a moderate. It's actually the last one I'm going to cover in the moderate category. It is truly a hidden gem. And if you've never checked it out, I would encourage you to do that. And then once you fall in love, book yourself a stay. All right, but let's get into Coronado Springs and all you need to know. First up, let's talk location. So in the moderate resort category, I feel like currently the fave and the one that's talked about is Caribbean Beach because it's on the Skyliner. And that is a huge perk of having that Skyliner access to Epcot, to Hollywood Studios, as well as the different resorts that are also on the Skyliner route. So that's huge. But Coronado Springs, while it only has bus transportation, so that does kind of knock it down for some people, it is in such a good location, in my opinion. It is literally smack dab in the middle between Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom. And I know we t- you hear a lot about Animal Kingdom being like, so far off. Um, But this is really a great resort. Like I said, smack in the middle of it. I'll even say from part of the resort up high, you can see Animal Kingdom, you can see Hollywood Studios, and you can still see Epcot. So you are just in a great little triangle formation between those three theme parks. You are also like right down the road from Blizzard Beach. So if you're planning to get your water park on, this can be a great resort and a great option for you. And even though busing is your only mode of transportation, unless you're going to like Uber or drive yourself, you again are so, so close to three of those theme parks, it's going to be a quick bus ride. Magic Kingdom is going to be the one that is the furthest for you to get to. All right, next up, let's talk about, I'm going to skip to areas next. So 
Coronado Springs has four main areas. And what's funny is Coronado Springs has actually been around for a really long time. And it was three. Well, not a really long time, but it's been around for a while. Um, There were the three main areas that we're going to talk about. The casitas, the ranchos, and the cabana section. And then they went and built this giant Grand Destino Tower, which now that's kind of like your main lobby section of the resort. So those are your four different areas. This resort is all like Spanish inspired, influenced with still like a really light kind of beachy flair to me. So your Grand Destino Tower, that is again your newest accommodation there. Tall building, 15, 20 floors. I don't remember exactly, but this truly feels more like a deluxe experience. And we'll get into that a little bit more when we talk room types, but that's where your main lobby is. There's a lot of restaurants there and everything's just a little bit newer fresher, fancier, if you're staying in the Grandestino Tower. Now, as you go into the older part of the resort, the casitas, the ranchos, the cabana section, these are still beautiful. Like I said, kind of that Spanish-inspired feel. Um, when, to me, the casitas are very, like, Spanish-inspired. They kind of have the... Oh, clay looking roofs on them. I think they're really cool. The ranchos is kind of farthest back. So Grand Destino Tower is your main entry point. To the left, you hit the casitas. Then you keep going around. The resort's kind of like in a big circle. You hit the ranchos. And this is very like desert feel to me. There's like cacti back there and lots of stones. It's really cool. And then as you keep going around the circle, basically to the left of the Grand Destino Tower, you have the cabanas area. And that feels more tropical, palm trees, pool, beachy to me over there. I also think it's worth noting the layout at this resort. So like I said, you're in one big circle with those four sections around the main like pond body of water. But what they've done is they've built three bridges, which is also the name of the restaurant right in the middle of the pond um, that kind of bring you to the center and let you cut across. So you don't have to do this big, long walk around the circle to get to the lobby or get to a certain section or restaurant. you literally just take the bridges right across the water and can much more quickly and efficiently get where you want to go, which I love. All right, let's talk about amenities. And there are a ton because again, this resort you could just hang out at all week. You wouldn't even have to leave and you would enjoy yourself. Um, so some things to note, you've got your, um, this is also a convention center. So you may have larger groups or maybe you could convince your own large group to come have a convention there. But that area really is kind of set aside from the main lobby. It's kind of between the Grand Destino Tower and the Casita section. But it, like I said, it's kind of its own separate thing, doesn't really bother the flow of the resort. You've got your main lobby. We have all the pools. You have your main pool, which I thought it was called something else, but this map is showing me Lost City of Cibola. I don't know. It's a really fun pool. There's a water slide at this one, a giant like pyramid right in the middle. You can't miss it. Great pool 
pool bar over there called Siesta's Cantina, the arcade, volleyball court, little playground for the kids. This is just a great area. However, if you don't want to come to the main pool, no worries. Over in the Casita section, you have a quiet pool there. Back in the Rancho section, quiet pool there. And over in the Cabana section, they have their own private pool. So four pools at this property, wherever you're staying, short walk, you can get over there. Um, There's also a beach area over in the cabana section. So you can hang out at a hammock or a beach chair right there on the water. There's a beautiful fountain in the middle of the water and they have chairs set up in different locations. So you can literally just sit out there with your coffee or your drink and watch the water and the breeze go by. And oh my goodness, I can't say enough good things. It's just amazing. It's beautiful. I wish I could snap and hop back there real quick. What else do we have? We have a fitness center. There's one I know over in the Casita section and there's also one in the Grand Destino Tower. Even if you aren't staying in a Grand Destino Tower room, room, you can still definitely go in there and utilize that. And you've got your main gift shop, all of that good stuff. But let's talk about the real kicker. And that's all the great dining that is offered here. So your main food court is called El Mercado. This is great. It's your quick service, your mobile order, but there are so many other options here. There's Cafe Rick's and Rick's Lounge. That's kind of like your sports bar. Great place to go, catch a game, hang out, just get some of that style food. Um, I don't see the name on my map here, but there is right beside the main gift shop, just a cute little spot that has ice cream and like pastries and coffee in the morning. You've got your outdoor Laguna bar that's kind of right by the water. This is different from your pool bar that they offer. You've got Maya Grill, which is a sit-down restaurant. Three Bridges, which is the restaurant right in the middle of the water where the three bridges intersect. And then you've got even more options over in the Grand Destino Tower. So there's the Barcelona Lounge, which is kind of on the bottom floor of the tower. It's got this beautiful mosaic mural. Um, And again, great place you can grab coffee in the morning or an adult beverage later on. But the real kickers here are to go to the very top floor of the Grand Destino Tower. And that's where they've got Dahlia Lounge, which is a lounge, as well as Toledo. Um, This is actually where I ate on my date night. And they have like tapas, steaks, seafood, lots of small plates. The ceiling in here like changes colors as the night goes on. And there's a beautiful like not root. There's a beautiful like balcony out by Dahlia Lounge that you can go out there and stand on while you're waiting um, to be seated. And y'all. This is where you can see like all the things. You can see Animal Kingdom, you can see Epcot, you can see Hollywood Studios, and it is just beautiful. You can go out there and watch, you know, fireworks if you want, and it's just a view. If you're at Coronado, you have to go check out. A few other fun things that are offered, there's actually a mosaic tile class they do at Coronado Springs. I believe the age on that is 12 and up, and last time I looked, it was only offered 
effort on Monday and Saturdays, but one of my clients did it, had a great time. That can be a fun thing to do if you're staying there or just want an excuse to go visit the resort. There is a cost and it is something that you can reserve and you'll want to up to 60 days in advance, but definitely look into that mosaic tile class. And they also have a cute little butterfly garden just on the walkway between the casitas and the ranchos that just lots of flowers, really natural, little butterflies flying, just super fun. This is also a great resort, in my opinion, if you're a runner, because you can literally run around that main pond and body of water, get your laps in, and it's just... I love it. I love it. Okay, y'all are if yeah, y'all are going to get tired of me. Um some other things to note cuz we have a lot. There's a lot going on here. Uh busing. So because this is a larger resort with four sections, there are four bus stops, one at each section. Um and like we've talked about with the other moderate resorts, this is a pro and a con. So it's nice that you don't always have to go to the main lobby to get on the bus. However, it does mean that if you're not the first bus stop, maybe you're the second or the third, it's possible the bus could fill up before it gets to you and then you're having to wait for another bus. So last time I checked for most things, the casita section was the first pickup on the bus route to get to the theme parks. And then the ranchos, the cabanas and the Grand Casino Tower was actually last. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. I would definitely check at the front desk in the main lobby um, if you're staying there and double check that's still a thing. I think for drop-off and for going to Disney Springs, that order may be a little bit different, but just something to keep in mind. Okay, so we talked a ton of amenities and things going on at Coronado Springs, and guess what? There are also a ton of room types. So we're not in the value resorts anymore, where you basically have standard and preferred, and that's it. Coronado has a lot to choose from. So I'm going to give you kind of the high-level view of what that is, and a little idea of pricing, just to kind of see how these compare. All right, so in a bit, I'll get to my quote, but all these prices that I'm using are for June 9th through 15th of 2024. That's a Sunday to Saturday, just to give you an idea. And this is kind of an average cost per night. So at Coronado Springs, in the casitas, ranchos, cabana section, you have just your good old standard rooms. Sleep for two queens. My sister was in one of these last time we went. I will be honest, the room itself looked a lot like mine in the Grandestino Tower. Mine was a little bit bigger, and we'll talk about that price comparison in a second. Um, but that's something, you know, just to think about. Very similar rooms, nice, fresh, fun, Spanish-inspired in there. But anyway, those two queen standard rooms are running about $280 per night. If you want a water view, and that could actually mean lots of things, it could be a view of the pool, it could be a view of the big body of water lake in the middle, kind of depends. You're looking about $335 a night. And then if you want a preferred room that's going to be close to transportation, closer to the main lobby. I would assume most of these um, are going to be kind of on one side of the casita section or one side of the cabana section since they are closest to the Grand Casino Tower. That's your main lobby, but you're not paying the price to be in the tower. Those run about $370 a night. So that's about a $100 range going from a standard room through Waterview to preferred. 
Okay. Now, you also have in those three sections king rooms. So there is a king water view, a king standard view, a king preferred um, location, as well as one bedroom suites that have a king bed and a queen. So they sleep up to four, but you're just getting a little more space. You're getting that main living area, that kind of thing. Now, in the casitas section specifically, they also have one bedroom suites there as well as executive suites. So again, this is a convention center. So if you're looking, you know, for the fancy smancy to kind of work, have your suite, get some things done, have a desk. That might be worth looking into. All right, then we move into the Grand Destino Tower. So these rooms are all listed separately, different price points to be in that tower. And again, it really does kind of have more of the deluxe feel. You've got some more upscale amenities with the restaurants and bars right there in that one building. However, the room itself, the furnishings, very similar, just a little bit more space. I'll go ahead and say, why do I think it's worth it to stay in the tower? The view. Having that view up there of the whole resort. Um, I'll even say from the view of our room, I could barely see the castle. So I could even see all the way over to Magic Kingdom. We could see a little pop of fireworks at night and you get to see the entire resort if you are on that side of the building. If you're on the other side, you're looking out to the parking lot, but that's where you would see your Hollywood studios, things like that, that I shared seeing in the lounge. Anyway, a standard tower room that sleeps four is running about $372. So that's getting you about $100 more than the standard room in the Casitas Ranchos um, Cabanas section. The tower has standard views, it has water views. That's the one I would suggest if you want to see out over the whole resort. It has standard king bedrooms and water view king bed rooms. Okay. Again, you're looking at about $100 more than the counterpart in the other sections. Now, the other thing that Coronado Springs has to offer, which we have not even touched on in any other resort podcast because it's not applicable, and that is club level. And so this is already getting lengthy, and I decided instead of explaining everything club level in this episode, that's actually going to be our next one. So come back next week if you're curious about what club level is, what it entails. But at Coronado Springs, there is club level access that you can also get um, for standard rooms, deluxe suites, one bedroom suites, or even a presidential suite. And so just to give you a little comparison, we said a standard room at this resort, not in the tower, it's about 280 a night. A standard room in the tower, it's about 370, 375 a night. A club level room in the tower is about 600 a night. And if you're wondering again, what in the world? What is with the club level? What's included? Is that even worth it? Come back next week. Listen to episode 157. I'm going to dive in more to what club level entails. 
So lots and lots of room choices here. If you're planning to stay at Coronado Springs, first thing I would decide, do I want to be in the tower, kind of have those amenities right there closer by, have that really nice view, or do I just want to be in one of the, you know, shorter buildings in the other section, not going to be in the room much, don't mind walking that kind of thing. Make that decision first. Then I would probably go with what view do you want? Do you care if you see the water? Do you care if you're near the lobby? Do you just want a standard view? And then narrow it down. Hey, do I need a king bed? Do I need two queens? Whatever. I will say looking, what is it now? It's February. I'm looking at these dates in June. A lot of these room types were actually not available for this week in June for me to price out. So because Coronado Springs does have multiple room types, just remember that means inventory for that specific room type is smaller because it's not just a blanket standard room all across the board. There's suites, there's different views, all of that. So if there is something you want specifically, I would probably jump on that sooner rather than later. Okay, now let's get into our quotes. And I've done two for you looking at what if I stay in a standard room in the Cassan? <laughs> it's all running together. Cabanas, Casitas, Ranchero section, ranchos. I keep wanting to say rancheros. Or a quote if I'm staying in the tower. So let's talk about a standard room in one of the three other sections. If you go June 9th through 15th, Again, that's a Sunday through Saturday with two adults and two children, one of them being under nine, one of them being older nine, and do four-day base tickets to visit one park each day. You're looking at a total for room and tickets of around $4,300 staying at this resort. Just for a little bit of price comparison, if you were staying at an all-star resort for that week and the four days of tickets, you're looking about... $3,700. You stayed at Pop Century, which is also a value resort, but on the Skyliner, you're at about $4,000. If you were staying at Port Orleans Riverside, which is not on the Skyliner, you're looking at about $4,400. This resort is coming in $100 under that, which I think is an incredible steal for all it has. So I'm just saying, if you've been sleeping on Coronado Springs, you need to go. All right, so we're about 4300 for our room and tickets. What if we want to add on a dining plan? If you add on the quick service dining plan, which as a reminder, gets you two kind of fast food meals a day, a snack credit, and a refillable mug for each person for each night of your trip. That one's coming out to about $5,470. If you did the next dining plan that gets you a sit-down meal, a quick service meal, a snack, and a refillable mug for each night of your stay, you're right at under about $6,180. So give or take just to kind of compare how adding on the dining plans. All right. So what if I stay in the tower? So this same week long stay with four days of base tickets for those four people goes to about $4,920. So we went from about 4300 to about 4900 to stay in the tower. So about six six or $700 more based on how long you're going to be there, what you're doing. You have to decide if that's worth it. For the tower room, if you're going to do the dining plan, the quick service plan is going to come out to about $6,088. The table service dining plan, about $6,800. So 
about a $700 difference to upgrade to that table service dining plan over the quick service one. But hopefully you learn lots and lots of things about Coronado Springs. And if you use me to help book your trip, which I would love to reach out, send me an email, fill out the quote form that's in the description here. If you're undecided on resorts, I might send you a little graphic of Coronado Springs and have you check it out. But truly, whatever resort you're interested in, I would love to help you. Whether you have my love of Coronado Springs here or you want to visit somewhere else, love helping to plan those magical vacations. So if you've been enjoying the podcast, please take a second, leave that rating, leave that review, let others find out about this resort series so they can get more info um, on, you know, all that Disney has to offer. But before I go, all right, I forgot about pros and cons. Pros, if you haven't already picked up on it, Danielle loves this resort. And here's fun fact. I actually already recorded this and somehow my recording stopped. So I'm just going to have to recount my love again. I guess that's fitting. But truly, the vibe at this resort is just so peaceful and calming to me to like grab a beverage and sit out in an Adirondack chair by the water. Um, And they have like a giant chess and checkerboard that kids can play on and you can just sit and relax. And even though you're in the Disney bubble, I truly feel like you feel like you're just somewhere else. And it's so great. I love all the different restaurant options from quick service to places to just grab a drink or grab a coffee. The lounges, the sit down restaurants. And the nice thing is the sit down restaurants here are good, but they're not the hottest ticket item, the hottest commodity. So it is pretty easy to just pull up your app day of and maybe grab a reservation. I love that there's the multiple pools. They have the mosaic tile class. There's a fun scavenger hunt that the kids can do and pick up at the main lobby. Um, There is just so much to do here that you wouldn't even have to go to the parks to have a good time. Only cons that really come to mind are just that internal busing, and that's kind of across the board at the moderates. That could mean it just might take you a little bit longer to get to your desired destination where you are on those stops. But, you know, to me, it evens out with all those pros. So thanks so much for sticking with me, my friends. If you want to get your own quote or start planning your own trip to see the mouse or to Universal or a cruise, wherever you want to go, just check out the description below. That's where you can find all my contact info. And as always, I thank you so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye. 